Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. Seems like destiny. Like we should have all been together from day one. Love should be multiplied, not divided. Well, well, well. If it ain't TLC and Puddle Monkey Productions trying to get us canceled. (laughs) They gave us a hard episode this week to talk shit about. We've got a death. We've got a birth. We've got narcissistic abuse. Like, what? What are we supposed to do with this? We've got Tony. We've got Tony. <laughs> Did they expect us not to make fun of Tony? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That is asking the impossible. It really is. Of course they had to give it to us in this context <sighs> while he's being sweet. Mm-ish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that God, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest and we are that. And we are You're going right. to right. We are navigate. the strongest soldiers. We are going to navigate this this episode <laughs> with the... <sighs> Without a bad review, hopefully. <laughs> oh, Caitlin. Now that's going to be impossible. There are going to be many a people who will listen and say, uh-huh, I'm done. This is tough waters. Oh, and also don't forget the discussion that's already happening in all the Facebook groups of home birth versus hospital birth. Like it, we are we are on a very we are on such a we are on a thin line, like thinner than Mary's mother's hair. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Wow. Okay, that was too far. Okay. Not this episode. <laughs> okay. Not this episode. Take that. Retract that Take it back. back. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. Apologize. Done. Okay. Okay. Apologize. We're moving on. That was right. not, you didn't hear that. No. No. no now not guys, this episode. We <laughs> are talking about season 17, episode three, the labors of life. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully you got on your walking boots because we are in a goddamn minefield. I don't know, know what that means. I, and I think we wear more than walking boots there. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? I want to wear whatever I would want to wear if I'm inside of McKelty's room in the splash zone. All right. I, full full doctor suit scrubs. No, hazmat suit. Hazmat suit. I'm going to be in a full hazmat suit. Which Cody could have been in. Oh, Cody. <laughs> All right, let's get started, though, with where this episode begins. We are six weeks after Cody and Christine's big talk, and it is their anniversary. Now, I'm going to be talking a lot about dates during this episode because things don't quite add up for me, or some things are revealed to me. So that means that when Christine is recording this, it is March 25th. Okay. We know that baby Avalon was born on... April something. April 4th, 5th, something like that. You would think we would know. Early April. We don't know. But I just wanted to understand where we're at in the timeline. So March 25th. It's a big deal. She's at McKelty's home. Yes. And that is when she's having the discussion with the rest of the family. So March 25th. Let's remember that. Got it? Everyone good? 325. Thank you. In the brain. Uh, When Christine said... 
that removing her wedding ring just gave her some liberty. And she, she refers to her cladering, the cladering. <laughs> As a noose. Oh, not the clada. Yeah. Not the clada. So she actually, the hands on her clada ring were, were around not her neck. Around her neck. Just yeah. choking her out. She <laughs> couldn't breathe because she was being choked by a noose, her noose ring, which is a clada ring. Oh my God, you actually like choked yourself. Why did you need to like fully choke yourself? Why, why would I not? <laughs> why would I not? Because I'm going to choke myself by the end of this episode. Oh my that's God. How, that's where I'm at. Um, I loved that Cody was like so insistent to Christine that they should do a social media post for their anniversary so it didn't look fishy. Christine, <laughs> my followers are going to be really wondering what you and I are doing on March 25th. I'm like, you don't post anything on social media anyways, Cody. We'd we know lo- because it's impossible to track you. We'd love to see what you're doing. We'd love to see who you're actually seeing, but you don't post anything. So no. why do you care about this? He was like, God damn it, Christine. You're going to leak this info to everybody on social media if you don't do a post about our anniversary. Like, everybody probably already knew at this point. But also... I'm not buying that the other wives didn't know. Let me say this. None of us were waiting. None of us were on pins and needles being like, oh, excuse March 25th. We all can't even remember our own fucking anniversaries, Cody Brown. We don't, we're not clocking in on March 25th saying, excuse me, Cody Christine Brown, where's the, where's the social media post? You're right. We, no one would have known. No one would have fucking known, Cody. <laughs> no one would have You're known You're not at all. that important. Not now, at I think all. season 17, very important. A staple in our everyday lives. That's right. But he, on March 25th, 2021, none of us were clocking anything. We didn't even know if the show was coming back then. No. We had not a care in the world. Not at all. I will say this. I want some justice for Christine because every time... That we get a flashback of her mermaid-style wedding dress. Oh, my God. What is that? It's like it a was, bad nighty. It, it looks was like, a bottom of the barrel at Goodwill. <laughs> it totally looks like you got it at Goodwill. And it looks like so unflattering. Most and people. cheap. Like, it looks like it's literally like a $5 nighty lingerie that seven other people have worn. Most people get the mermaid style because they love the way it hugs their body. And this is not. Oh, it wasn't it. tight at all. It was like Super. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I'm also saying this, that there is, you know, when you're younger, you go to the Disney store, your parents, okay, for example, you guys grew up, you were rich, your parents took care of you. (laughs) You were probably getting the aerial Little Mermaid costume. Yeah. The tail. Okay. The actual one. Christine was getting what I was getting, (laughs) and that is the Dollar Tree version. (laughs) It disintegrates once it hits the water. (laughs) Yeah, that wedding dress literally looked like one wrong move and it's ripping. The whole (laughs) seam is gone. Like, your your butt's showing. Good news is she didn't have to worry about spilling her nachos on it. That's true. Because it's, I mean, do you think she still has it? Do you think she did, like, a burn the dress thing? (laughs) That would have been fun if we saw a photo shoot. Well, if she still has it, she hasn't opened the box yet. She doesn't know it has disintegrated. It's just dust. (laughs) It was so thin and so cheap. It's just ashes. It's just ashes. She's like, hmm, this is telling. Uh, she should have known. Now, <laughs> I want to go back to your theory from last week okay. about Cody's erectile dysfunction. Okay. Was that on here? I don't know. At some point, we've talked about this theory. That, that was you... my theory. <laughs> was that not? <laughs> was that not your theory? I don't know. Maybe I've forgotten. I already. thought you said that he couldn't get it up anymore. Maybe. This sounds like a theory. Someone said it. Okay. <laughs> I said that he was busy with the lot lizards. Yeah. I'm thinking now. I'm okay, maybe se- it was. It's sort of coming back. To me. 
Maybe, Maybe we read it in the Facebook group. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's go with it. Okay. So let's look at this through the lens of Cody's dick not working. Okay. It's making sense because now he's coming in and he's talking about how in order for him to be intimate, I need trust. For me to be attracted to your vagina, I need you to get it straight, Christine. I need you to be in line and bow down. There's this defensiveness coming off. Much like I think a man doesn't want to admit that the old hopascapa isn't hopping up anymore. You know? Hopascapa. is <laughs> not hopping up anymore. Okay? His little kangaroo oh, tail. Christine from the Boston trip. Yes. <laughs> it's not as erect. I definitely think. Or he's spending too much time being a lot lizard that it's not working because he's busy, busy. <laughs> well, that's the STD theory. And okay. I'm going to go back because I think the defensiveness is like it doesn't work anymore. Okay. You know? And Robin, because they only do hospice play, like she doesn't care. But it's like... <laughs> She's like, oh, whatever. I can't tell if it's hard or not. But with Christine, she was like, uh-uh, buddy. I like to jump on that thing. I like to bounce. I like to groove. She likes to ride the pony. I, I wanna, <laughs> the baloney pony. I want to bl- ride that baloney pony, Cody. But it's not there anymore. And so that's why he's... just go to his doctor, friend, and no, get himself some blue I'm telling pills. you, we have heard this so many times over the years from women about their husbands. They have know, too big so of an ego to go and get it. He's like, no, I promise. Just keep playing with it. I promise it gets hard. (laughs) Robin gets it hard, Christine. (laughs) You need to put in a little more effort. God. Yeah. But you know what? And this also makes sense because I feel like Cody's very stuck on this whole, like, she thinks she's going to go out and have a better life than this. She's going to realize that this is where it was at. It's like he's thinking all 50-year-old men have erectile dysfunction. Christine's never going to get it. Exactly. But (laughs) most men are going to go get themselves a blue little pill, pop it in, and they're going to have an erection for four to six hours. ego is too big like Cody. 48 hours later, that thing's finally (laughs) going down. God. So I think I'm believing, I am buying into this theory 100%. Okay, so we no longer think he's a lot lizard. I'm, I'm leaving the lot lizards in the truck stop parking okay. lot. Okay. I'm leaving them there, and okay. I'm going straight for this for ED. The ED. Yeah. Yep. All that's right. where I'm at. All right. Now, guys, it's time that we have another COVID-19 family video chat to talk about some more protocols and get a check-in on how everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. We got to check-in. And at this point... We haven't had any conversations about Christine leaving. Like, no. the other gals supposedly don't know. And the kids either, except for Cody says all the kids in the rumor mill, they probably know. Oh, God. <laughs> the fucking rumor mill. The rumor mill It's kids. like, sorry, Cody, this is not Gossip Girl. It's not like, hey, Upper East Siders, <laughs> have you heard that the guy whose dick doesn't work is getting left by his third wife? XOXO. Gossip girl. XOXO. That's Truly Brown. I feel like he feels like they're all on a gossip site together. Truly Brown is gossip girl. For she's sh- the one updating. Behind, you keeping, don't know what's going on behind those lenses. She's like, <laughs> hey, Upper East Siders, this third wife has been practicing with her blind daughter in <laughs> preparations for a fight with the big curls. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Oh my god, yeah. She probably watched Gossip Girl over the summer. Yeah. Like, stayed up late watching it. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, I've got the perfect family to do this with. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm also not buying that the other wives don't know. I know Christine has for sure told Janelle. Well, Mary doesn't know. Mary Mary, doesn't know anything. Mary doesn't know and Mary doesn't care. But Robin definitely knows from Cody. So I'm like, why are we acting like this is a big secret? Let me tell you what I love. When we get into this Skype, we're on the meeting. (laughs) Christine is in it to win it. She's bubbly. She's fun. She's bouncing. She's jumping in. And Cody's like, "Uh uh-uh. She thinks she's going to pull a goddamn Destiny's Child independent woman. And she's going to run this meeting? Uh-uh. Uh, she better get her attitude. She thinks she doesn't have to submit to me anymore. It's like, guess what, buddy? That's exactly what it means. <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that. Like, he's just, he's so scummy. I've seen so many people saying, like, I can't even watch this season because he is so abusive and narcissistic and great. Like, they, people are literally quitting watching it. They don't said, don't that. worry. They said they're going to still listen to the podcast. They, okay. they want to hear it, but they can't stand him that they're like throwing things at their TV. They're just getting too angry. They're having to take their blood pressure medication because he is like, don't mix your up. blood pressure medication with your Viagra pills, guys. That's going to be a mess. <laughs> don't do it. I just, I'm here for it. I'm here. All the women who independent throw your clutter rings at me. <laughs> I'm here for it too. I'm excited for them to all leave him and for him to think like, why does no one like me anymore? Like, why are the TLC viewers turning their back? Like, right. he must have been getting good edits before. Right. When Cody says during the music, like, hey, Janelle, Christine, haven't seen you guys for a while. Oh, also oh, you. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, escaping me. Mary. <laughs> Mary, it's been a while. Have you been? I'm like, sir, you've not seen this woman. No. For a very a long, long time. A long time. And did she... Even say one word during this? I don't think she even said yes, one word. Yes, no, she did. Oh, she did. I don't remember what it was. It was like, what? It was just a quick. <laughs> but here's the thing. Let me say this right now. Mary brought nothing and she brought everything. At one point, I thought Mary was just a boomerang on repeat. <laughs> like her head just kind of like nodded a little bit back and forth and then like a blink here and there. But what she brought to the table, and I do not believe in any sort of world that this was coincidence. I think she set her camera up and she's like, oh, <laughs> Okay, I got to move some things around. Guys, I'll be right here. Give me a sec because behind her. Are you talking about the sign? Is the a Hobby sign Lobby sign? That says the rest of it is cut off, but her light just comes in and perfectly covers the rest. So all we see is somewhere along the way, we have gone terribly wrong. <laughs> what a piece I mean, of art. She's moving up on the pyramid. Hell yeah, she is. <laughs> fuck yeah, I fuck with Mary. I love that. Like, go Mary. <laughs> I think she's kicking herself watching it back if she didn't actually know it was no, there. No, she, that she was, knew it. That was intentional as hell. I don't think it... It, because it was placed too perfectly. Mary is still... She's... I don't know why. I don't... I don't see the full picture yet, but I'm... I'm I'll get there later, but I think I I think I know why. Okay, so right now I don't see the full picture. Okay, but I see her just doing everything in her power to suck it up. But she has to rebel in some way, so she's doing subtleties. <laughs> so she's like, "Let me move that Hobby Lobby sign over here and just get the bottom half perfect." <laughs> yes, and it was something that will go down in textbooks. Right <laughs> next to Monica Lewinsky's blue dress will be Mary's Hobby Lobby. It should sign. go in the Smithsonian. Yep. We need it, but we need to cut the top half off. Let me say this. We talk about stuff going in the Smithsonian all the time. Is that the right thing? So never, I don't really know what the Smithsonian is. I've been there. Okay. You've got it. You've got eyes on that. I've got eyes on that. That Dorothy's red shoes are there. I know that. Okay. Well then, yes. Things like that. This hobby. Where can we get this sign? I don't know. Do we know what the rest of the sign actually says? Don't give a fuck. (laughs) 
Don't give a fuck to know. Don't okay. want to know. All I want is somewhere along the way we have gone terribly wrong. I know. If ever we make this podcast video, that's going behind us. I will cut it up myself. <gasps> we should get it for the sister wife's tree. That's a big sign. We should make, someone should make oh, us a smaller, smaller version. One. I like that. <laughs> now, Janelle, who is extremely checked out. She's, I don't know where Janelle, Janelle thought she was joining a plexus meeting. She's like, oh, fuck, I forgot this is the family She's thing. Like, where are we? She, I believe Janelle, like, I know this is her family, and I know she's still there, but I feel like she's like, I hate these people more than I hate the neighbors I don't even know. Watching like she, the interaction between Janelle and Cody, I was like, they have like 25 years of history. Yeah. And it's just, he's like, hey, Janelle, how are the, uh, how's uh, uh, asshole and Evie? And she's like, they're good. Um, <laughs> Doing pretty good. How's uh, whatever your kids' names She's like, are? They're cute, and he's like, oh, makes me want to go visit. I'm like, when do? Let's just get a guesstimate. What do you think? Has he seen them ever since the last time we've seen him with them on TV? Was he at Evie's birth? Hmm. No. I don't know, but I'm gonna guess he has. The last time we saw him with them on the show was the last time he saw them in person. Right. Um, he could. He's not ever going to see these kids. I appreciated when Janelle's like, you know, Cody always says, like, you choose. And she's like, so I'm choosing. I'm choosing to go see my fucking kids. I'm going to choose. To, I'm choosing to be a grandma. I'm choosing to not talk to his ass. I'm choosing to be the one who ends the Zoom call. <laughs> because that's the power move. She's like, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> oh. I appreciate Janelle, too. Because you know Cody's like, you know he's doing the passive aggressive. Like, you choose whatever you think. Like, you're not going to get to see your family, but you can choose. And she's like, perfect. Okay, I'm going. See ya. Bye. And he's like, fuck, that didn't work out. My favorite part of the Zoom call was when Janelle chose to end it. And <laughs> the kids aren't even home at this point. She's like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, guys, I'll be right there. Sorry, guys. The kids are crying. I've got to bounce. Bye-bye. Like, <laughs> Janelle, the kids aren't there. We know it. The, everyone's gone. They left the house. So they didn't interrupt your phone call. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Sorry. She's like, I can't stand one more minute of this guy. No. I'm done. <laughs> when I tell you, Caitlin, that the injustice us as the viewers have been dealt over these years to have never heard before that when Cody was trying to get balls deep in Robin and driving five hours down to her house to find out that McKelty had moved in with Robin to help her with her fucking kids. Do not, do not ever, ever again tell me that Christine has not sacrificed for Robin. She gave her theatrical oddball child to Robin to help raise her children for her so she could go out, eat chimichangas and hot chocolate and get Cody to be balls deep in her. Do not ever say again that Christine hasn't done anything for Robin. I feel like you're taking that on on me and I didn't. You're what's in front of me. TLC. You are what's in front of me. Robin and Cody are who you need to be taking that out on. Okay. Um, Yeah. TLC, they did us dirty. Like, and they were trying to protect Robin and Cody, and I don't know why. I remember. I remember in the rewatch when we go to Robin's house, I'm like, oh, he brought McKelty there to babysit. No, he went to go see McKelty while she was there, living there. And they probably didn't even pay her at all. Free, oh. free live-in nanny. And I bet Robin was like, do my laundry, do my dishes. Like, 
Make sure you get your dad's cum stains out of my bedding. <laughs> and they even because said it's it... purple and his white jizz on it is really <laughs> ruining my bedding. McKelty, get in there, you little Cinderella. They did say on the rewatch. Remember, they'd be like, every once in a while, one of the older girls will come down and yeah. like babysit the kids while we go on a date. They yeah. love to do it. And like they were playing us, so rude. <sighs> okay, I gotta talk about something else. I gotta move on from that okay. because I'm very, very upset. Justice for McKelty. Never thought I'd say that. When Christine said that this midwife has been at about 60,000 births. <laughs> you know, I started to question reality there. And I did some math on that. How many years would Give that me, be? Let me tell you. Okay. If she does one, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I was thinking like one birth a day. How many years? Is one that? birth every single day. She's never taken a day off. <laughs> It's 164 years. <laughs> okay, let's let's be more realistic. Two births a day. She can't do that, though. Two... Births take a lot longer than... Well, she was with McKelty for like 48 hours. <laughs> two births a day, never taking a day off. 82 years. So, okay. Oof. Maybe Christine has the same problem I do. Yes, I think she, she does. She said 60,000. She meant 6,000. Right. <laughs> Three a day. Never taken a day off. <laughs> 54 years. Our, she didn't even look 54. No. <laughs> the second that Cody started to question it, I said, fuck you. She's been at 60,000 births, Cody. Fuck you. This woman. She's done this for 300 years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even question our queen. And I was. I was questioning her. But the second Cody came in and was like, maybe 5,000, maybe 1,000. I was like, did you? Did she stutter? It was 60,000. Cody Brown. It was not 6,000. She was, does like eight a day, Cody. How dare you even think that this woman could not do 60,000 births in 164 years? You know what? She probably just like counts triplets and quadruplets as separate births. That's why. That's why the number's skewed. Even that. <laughs> But it was now listen, like I said, when she said it, I thought, hmm, sounds like a high number. And did then the math thought, great. 300 years, perfect. Moving did on. the math and I thought, oh, still hard for me to digest this. But the second that curly-headed bitch questioned it, I said, uh-uh. This woman deserves an award because she has delivered 60,000 babies. She has not taken a day off in 164 years. Much Get like the Guinness Book of World Records. Much like Queen Elizabeth, this woman has served her country. <laughs> 60,000 births. How dare you, Cody, question her? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. okay, so the real reason we're on this right, right, Zoom right. Not call the 60,000 births. Is not the 60,000 births, unfortunately. It's because we got to talk about Who's sending their kids back to school because of the COVID-19 protocols or who's keeping their kids home online? It is offered up that Ariola has not, is not yet in school. But I had a little birdie tell me at one point, quite some time ago, that Ariola is quite a little brat at school. And so, You're right. Um, it, I think it was school as in daycare, but... All the same, whatever, call it what you want. She was a brat either way. 
and had been around the block a couple of times, so it wasn't like she was just brand new here. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're telling everyone she wasn't going to school, but we know, in fact, she was going to school. So what's the truth? Where there is a lie, where there is smoke, there is fire, and this was a lie. Now, what I also want everyone to understand about me is oh, we that... we should have looked at what year she was born. I don't know. Too hard. All right. That, I'm just saying there's a <laughs> okay, lie. Okay, yes. I, I want to believe there's a lie, so there's a lie. I agree. There is a lie. Now, I do want everyone to know that when I have gone to my hairstylist, Danielle, I do always bring a picture of Areola, and I just say, give me that. <laughs> give me that. Because her mullet and my mullet, twins. Twin flames. You love it. We have the same exact mullet. <laughs> You're just not doing the bangs. Can Okay, can I say justice, do you for, think I justice would look, for Areola really quick? Do you think I would look better with a bang? No. Okay. <laughs> Justice for Ariola really quick. Yes. Because that is not her fault. Someone is cutting that for her. Right. And why are they cutting her the bangs with the mullet? If they would just do the mullet, no bangs, it might be better. Mm. Or bangs with no mullet. Like, why are we doing both? And who's cutting that? Robin herself? she a great clip well, stylist? She, Caitlin, wh- where <laughs> do you think she's going to go? She can't go anywhere. They it, are locked down in Robin's mansion. They cut it like this pre-COVID-19 protocols. <sighs> like I said... I bring it in as inspiration. Most people bring in Jenny Aniston. I bring in Ariola May. And I said, do your magic, sister. Make me look good. Make me look good. I bring that and also... Give me the Billy Ray Cyrus. Yes. (laughs) Billy Ray me, baby. Yes. Justice for Ariola. Also justice for Brianna, because when Cody said that, like, yeah, listen... Jezebel's all cool, popular. She's got brown blood, you know? She's real popular at school. But Brianna, she's a fucking loser, dude. She's got no friends, so she's staying home. I'm like, oh. Let's not throw her under the bus like that. What has Brianna done? Justice for Brianna. Wow. Really upset. Also, just so annoying that he's like, you know, Brianna, I've asked her to stay home. I'm like, why are you, why are you making the decision for her? Let why? her choose. Let her choose. Let them live their lives and just say, listen, I will stay in my bedroom. Really? Cody should just go get his own house at this point because he can't be around anybody his else. His storage apparently. unit. He should go back to his storage unit and stay there forever. Right. We should lock the key and keep him. <laughs> now, I do appreciate Janelle stepping in and she's just like, this is ridiculous. You're going to act like you can't go see Jezebel? Come on, Cody, <laughs> step it up. Be a man. Could you imagine? He's like, can you just go outside or something? Sit six feet apart? Like, I don't understand. Well, I've had quite a little bit of a nipple when I go outside. It's freezing. He's like, Janelle, it was snowing before we started this Zoom. You want me to just sit outside to see my daughter? It's like, she's like, well, you could call. That would help. I want to report that in January or February, and this again, March 25th. Yep. In January, February, you and I, of 2022. Yes. We made a trip out to um, a little land you might know as Coyote Pass. Yep. <laughs> and we recorded quite a bit of an episode out on the Holy Land. And you know what we had on? You're right. January's Jeans, way colder. Light jackets and regular shoes. We don't own shoes. any snow clothes, so you know we have less than Cody has. We, Okay. We could have gone on Christine's back porch. We could have had the China hutch to keep us warm. <laughs> and we we were able to have a full dialogue for about 25 minutes just sitting out there in the weather. That's right. It's March 25th. 
And he's saying, ah, man, I just can't. It's real cold out. And my curls just hate the cold. They love to be in the moisture. Dry them out. Have you seen this lock of hair on my head? (laughs) You think I can sit out in the snow, Christine? These curls will be ruined. I just am so fed up with him and his lack of, like, accountability towards being a good dad. The paranoia is what's bothering me now. He's like, Janelle and Christine are just waiting to catch me in some side of covid protocols hypocrisy i'm like no one's waiting they're just saying buddy they're just like gotta wake up you haven't talked to your kids in months you haven't done anything give them a call stop by bring a hot chocolate and some hand warmers like you can and do a it chimichanga and a chimichanga <laughs> robin can whip one up for you <laughs> you it's know it's just, her favorite meal it's so crazy and and mind you mind you <laughs> it's this is her last few weeks being your little sweetie. I know. She's going to go and she will never return. And you can't get yourself. Like, I'm imagining myself as a dad, okay? And I'm like, okay, this is my last chance. I'm going to, I will wear the hazmat suit outside. I'll give her the biggest hug I can. I'll do whatever it takes to see my little Jezebel one last time. One last month couple months but i'll be there before she goes to armpit actually you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna leave robin's house i'm gonna live at christine's house on that lumpy couch in that tiny ass living room out in the open (laughs) and i will live there and i'll say robin you the nanny uh aurora and brianna and dayton are gonna take care of these kids for three months give me three months down the street I'm just down the street, okay? Down the street, Robin. I'm going to live here so I can be with my little Jezebel before she goes. And then after that, I promise to give you your full monogamous life that you want. I 100% agree because it's frustrating me throughout this whole episode. I'm like, these are big things. These are like once in a lifetime things. These are not just like, well, either way, he should be around. He should figure out a way to make it work. This is his family. He's got to figure out how to make it work. But I'm like, Jezebel's leaving. When McKelty has the baby, this, she's only having, this is her first baby, only one time. Like, Don't worry, there. she gets pregnant again soon. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, the like. fucking fertility in these women. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've got, and I'm skipping ahead a little, but we don't need any more births on TV. Nope. We don't need a nope. baby story crossover nope. TLC. Nope, nope. We could just be fine with, like, the update. Like, the Here's call, she's going into labor, and then show us the baby. No, I don't. I'll talk about I'll talk about what I did appreciate when we get there. Okay. But for now, what I appreciate is Janelle asking Cody straight up, when you going to live a normal life again? What's that going to look like? And Cody says, he's like, listen, I'm not worried about me getting sick because I'm so healthy, but I'm worried about spreading it. I mean, I am a little bit worried about some of my health goals. I'm like, what were his health goals? He wants to compete in a CrossFit competition. Really? Yes. Are you- like, <laughs> I know. Like, he was like, I've been watching all these CrossFit videos during COVID-19. And but he can't go to a gym. No, but in the garage, he's been doing his handstands. He's been doing pull-ups. Like, he's busy. <laughs> and he's like, I plan on... But if I get COVID, that might deteriorate my lungs. And he's in Flagstaff, so he's doing the altitude training. Like, he's ready <laughs> to rock and roll a CrossFit competition. And it's more important than his children. He's even gone full keto. <laughs> oh, no, not keto. What's paleo. Paleo, like the cavemen do. Because I am basically a caveman living in a mansion. Oh, my That's what God. I think it was. <laughs> 
Also, at this point, it's really it is always hard for me to go back because I feel like COVID's been happening for so long. I don't remember at what point we were at feeling like how we were feeling. But this is now like April 2021. I feel like at this point, pretty much everybody was like moving on. Well, March 2021, I know that the school by our house went back to school normal but it was i know that during that time lots of if you got sick it was like boom your ass yeah or if someone next to you was sick you had to go i know that classes were like whole classes were like getting put on leave or whatever stuff like that so it wasn't normal no but it was much like he could have figured out a way to see his family but i will say this i do know that phoenix versus flagstaff like even now like where we live in phoenix like COVID has never existed it doesn't like nobody here believed in that (laughs) We were, like, very strange. Anytime we wore a mask, we were like, all right, you little pussies. And it's like, okay, so sorry. But in Flagstaff, I know that all of Flagstaff as a whole is much more strict about this. But what I will say is that Cody Brown, he's just like our neighborhood. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. I don't believe any of this. This is just a manipulation. I think he made it a little bit clear when he said, you know, I'd rather my kids stay home and do school online than going to school in a mask. Right. I'm like, so you're against masks, but you're so scared of COVID. Okay, perfect. Right. I got it's it. It's all definitely got it for me because most people I know who hate <laughs> masks don't believe in COVID. And- Nothing adds up. That's no. why this is all just a ploy to get him to be only at one house and not have to see anyone else. Did Robin Brown start to see some sort of light in her dark cave because she's talking about Yezzy and she's saying, you know, I understand Yezzy wanting to go and be with her friends and yada, yada, yada. And then she's like talking about Cody and she says that it's really, oh, sorry, really, really stupid. What is really stupid? Because Psycho Robin, who has had a full lobotomy and her husband just manipulates her into everything, that Robin would say that Yezzy... Choosing her friends over Cody is stupid, but I felt like, was there a glimmer in her eye and was she saying that Cody and his rules are stupid? I I want to believe. I want to believe. You want to believe she's seeing the light? I want to. I don't know. I don't know where I stand with Robin because I hate her so much and she'll always be bottom of my pyramid, but I'm like, is she? I sort of am feeling like she's either either her and her PR team are trying to work out like right. let's make people like you her PR more. team being a Aurora yeah or is she thinking he's crazy but well then why isn't she doing something about it because she doesn't control Cody she just submits to him my favorite part is how much we talk about how the women in so for so long the Brown family has spun this narrative to us that the whim, it's all about the women in this and the oh, women yeah. are independent. And now that Christine is going out and being independent, Cody's like, like, I don't like that. What a feminist <laughs> whore. God damn. Hell no. Next thing you know, she ain't going to be shaving her pits. It's like, and she's probably burning her bra. She's a goddamn witch. Let's get her. Burn her at the stake. I'm like, I thought this was like, oh, wow, we love women. This is all about the women. It's like, it sounds like he, he keeps talking about how we've been unraveling his beliefs. I'm like, I know. We're unraveling it to see the truth that is you that are That you're not king. in control anymore. You are the king, and you are the head of this family. And if anyone goes against you, they will die. Literally. <laughs> That's what he believes. And could you believe that Gwen and Yezzy are staying home alone while Christine's in St. George having the baby? Um, and Cody's not even going to go see them or make sure they're okay oh, or but, but, anything? Oh, but, but, 
He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, is Yezbel with you? She's like, no, she's at home in Flagstaff. Like I told you, she would be. He's like, oh yeah, I didn't even realize. I was planning on going over there today. Actually, it's pretty cool. Like I love my girls, me and Yezzy and Gwen. We go out, we do cross country skiing. (laughs) I throw the ball for them a few times, do a little fetch. It's like, like, but did she get her COVID test? And Christine's like, I don't know. She's seventeen. Either she can do it or you can do it. No, this stop. Because this is what I want to say about that. Yeah. Because Cody's like, no, Christine would always schedule that for her. What Christine is saying, Cody, let me explain this to you. Yezzy is going to be in charge of scheduling the appointment because we've never had any sort of confirmation from you as to when you would be coming to visit. So Yezebel, once she hears from Daddy Curls... Daddy Curls is going to say, hey, I'd like to come over tomorrow. And she's going to say, great, I'll go get my COVID test today. I'll get the rapid one. I have the test right, the test results right away. And then I'll be able to say, Daddy, I'm clean. Please love me. <laughs> but Cody's not saying when he wants to come. No, not at all. He's and not even going to reach like, out. Christine's like, do you want them to get a COVID test every single day just in case you decide to drop by and take a deuce in the bathroom? Like, like, and we also know you're not going to show up. So why would they go do it? Yeah. He, I, I really. Another mystery for you. He's so bad. Robin's outfit, hair, makeup, glam for this Zoom call. Now, we again, we go back to Janelle. Nothing. <laughs> she didn't even decide to try and look for good light. Robin is fully gussied up to parade around her house. Like I know. We're really not going anywhere? And Robin's totally getting her hair done. Absolutely. We've I feel seen like she would have had, had a grays. lot of grays. Yeah. We've seen the grays. Yeah. And she's not doing a home dye kit. They're no. such liars. I feel like they're not doing anything. What is doing. she getting gussied up for? It doesn't know. make sense. I wish Christine would have hired like a private investigator to follow them and snap pictures of them going out in public. <laughs> Their names are Ace Fanning and Caitlin Christine Fanning. Christine could have private called investigators. us up. We, we would have been it. on it. Yeah. We would have gotten you whatever you needed. We, they, they we need will stop proof. at no lengths to get you what you need christine now christine did have a little bit of a slip up and i felt like we were kind of reverting back to the old ways of like women just submit to men because she's like what cody's saying to brianna i want you to stay home from school so i can be around you my little sweetheart And she's like yesabel would kill for that call i'm like i don't want yesabel to get that call no we're like go to school yesabel be with your friends you don't need to see your asshole dad anyway but like- even then it's about Stop making the children sacrifice. Right? She shouldn't have to sacrifice no. her friends. Cody should figure out how to come over in a mask or how to sit on the back porch and talk to her. Like, Even if it's a little chilly out. Even ridiculous. if you're curled. Get a fucking hairnet or whatever. The one the <laughs> shower cap so your curls don't freeze up. He's like, these curls get frostbite. <laughs> like, I think he thought he was on the fucking Titanic out there in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's like, sir, you're fine. Yeah. Come he has on. time to go do cameos over at Coyote Pass when it's cold out. Oh, yeah. Sure. No problems to whatsoever. To make us $200 an hour. And then Cody says that he really only feels like there's a need to make an, a, any sort of effort with the small children. I love that this is always his theory. I'm like, why? Why I know do why. you think you just because ditch the kids once they get to be a teenager? Because when you're little, think of when you were younger. And think of all the people in your life, like family members. Yeah. And you thought they were great when you were little. And you grow up and you realize they're awful. Yeah. Cody's a Disneyland dad. Yes. It's like he comes over and does like one game and the kids are like, oh, dad's so fun. And it's like, 
dad doesn't do shit for you. Like, right. he doesn't show up, but he can make you think he does for a moment. And again, the glimmer's back in Robin because she's making faces. She's disagreeing. Mary's even laughing at what Robin's <laughs> doing. It's like, oh, I'm like, oh Mary's not oh, a Mary boomerang. Oh, Mary is alive. She's not a boomerang. <laughs> I just saw a smile from her. But, and Robin says flat out, like, I don't want to criticize Cody. But, but I think the kids need their parents in their lives forever. Uh, excuse me. Did we not just on the rewatch watch Robin's stepdaddy Paul in her vagina while she was giving birth? Like, you need your daddy around <laughs> at all ages. Even when you're in your second marriage and you're in a polygamy and you're on a TV show and you have all these things at your disposal, you still need your stepdaddy there to hold the flip phone, camera phone to photograph <laughs> to get your the birth. footage. Exactly. It doesn't end at 18, Cody. It doesn't oh, end at 12. he thinks it ends at 12. Yeah. He's literally like, mm, I've got one year left of Truly before I ditch her. And it's like, Solomon's getting up there. I know. He's going to have to ditch Solly pretty soon, too. Oh, my God. Pretty soon, he's only going to have his little sweetie left. Little mullet baby. Little sweetie. I wonder yeah. if Cody uh, Mary's like... cracking up because she's like, mm, yeah, he doesn't hasn't talked to Leon in years. Yeah. Janelle ends a phone call because she hears an imaginary baby crying, and Cody's like, all right, safe travels, bitches, with his little peace signs. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> he thinks he's so cool. It was, it was, okay, here's the thing. He's thinking that there's sarcasm in Janelle and Christine's voice, but I watched that and the safe travels. With the peace signs? That's you, sarcasm. Where's your, what was it, their shitty attitude? You have a shitty attitude. He has the shitty attitude. He said, and it's like, you're hating just like i hate the thing is guys i talk all this shit and all the shit that i talk it's basically things i hate about myself that i see in other people <laughs> cody is seeing in other people what he hates about himself and he's putting it onto them exactly it's disgusting <laughs> and i do it as well yes <laughs> um we're gonna have to bring it down a okay. moment because you know I don't want to talk any shit about Mary this episode because she's had it hard enough, but that confessional outfit, I have to, I have to say one last thing about it. <laughs> what was that? I can't get over it. Every time it comes on the screen, I'm like, who let her wear that? Why didn't production say, this is not a good look? This is not where it's at. Not at all. And whoever did her hair. The hair. The hair the was makeup, terrible. The makeup. The outfit. Bad. Okay, and that's the last bad okay. thing I'm going to say about Mary. Okay, good, good. I just had to get it out before we start talking about her. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you got that off your chest. I know. Now, we find out that Mary's mom has been sick for a, for some time, but recently... She's been having a heart attack for a few days. I didn't know you could have a heart attack for a few days. Me either. Did you? No, and now I'm scared. Like, I'm probably going to end this podcast and be like, I think it's starting. I know. This is my podcast. like, this no, is... it's been hurting for two days. I'm definitely having a two-day heart attack. Right. I thought it was, like, a quick thing. I, me too. Yeah. So Mary, the doctors call, and they're like, listen, we're trying to save her. We're doing everything in our power. you got five hours to get your ass here. And she's like, I've got, like, longer than a five-hour drive there. And so... I, th I was shocked when it said that Mary called Cody. I'm like, did he? I mean, I'm sure he screened it, like, sent it to voicemail like five times. <laughs> yeah. And eventually he's, he's like, like oh, why is she calling me? Must be a fucking emergency. Five calls later. He's like, what do you want? She's like, Cody, my mom is dying. He's like, oh. all right. Did she leave me any money? Like Janelle's mom? <laughs> no. All right. Thanks. Uh, good luck. Call me when you get there. All right. Drive safe. All right. She's like, love you. She's like, all right. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> It's like, oh. I've got a lot of questions about Cody in this situation. People said, I already saw people talking about this. Okay. And they were saying that Cody went right to Janelle's mom when she died or whatever. 
Let's remember, Janelle's mom is married to Cody's dad. So the likelihood that Cody was written into Janelle's mom's will is very high. There's probably something in there for, the for cash. There's something in there because Cody's dad's already dead. Yep. And he's like, nope, I'm getting a share of that. So he was quick. Mary's mom, no. No, no, no. He goes to the funeral. He does because we see him later in the B&B. And I'm like, did he show up quickly, go to the funeral, and head out? Like, And did none of the other wives go? Which that kind of shocked me too. I was sad about that. But what I was trying to figure out. I wanted more footage. I needed to, I had some questions. Cody's confessional, I got online. Yeah. Hopped on the internet. His confessional was filmed in the East Room at Lizzie's Heritage Inn. So when you and I go. Yes. We're going. And we're staying in the East Room. We're getting a blacklight. Okay. We're seeing <laughs> where's his cummy shots. And then you and I are also going to do it in that bed. Because it's going to be like, Cody was here. It's like a threesome. Me, you, and Cody. And I don't know I don't, that I want a threesome with Cody. You have to. <laughs> you have to. It's just like it's uh, with everything we've invested okay. into just this, part of, part just of let it. his spirit be there in the room with us. He can just watch. <laughs> he can just watch. Okay. Okay. And I wanted it to be a foursome. I wanted to do a full swap, couple swap. Me, yeah, you, Cody, Yeah, but we know Robin. him and Mary weren't sleeping in the same room. Well, no, I know that, but I also, <laughs> I never saw footage of Robin there, so. Me either. Why didn't we have more footage? I think he was just on his phone, porn hubbing and For jerking sure. the Turk. He wasn't even there long enough. That He just used that room to get dressed in, and then he left. Caitlin, do you know how, I don't think you know how long it takes to masturbate, like <laughs> two minutes. If you're good at what you're doing, you got okay. some good he stuff flew up. in, masturbated, put his tie on, went to the church, Went to the right. funeral and then But it's worth out. us to stay in that bedroom. It really is. We will just have his ambiance in there. Oh, you're right. Right. You're right. We could do a video cam. What if the bed. you get pregnant while we're there? Do you have to call Cody up and say, hey, this is also your baby? Uh, no. Do no. we have... We know he doesn't care about his children, so it'll right. be fine. Right. Okay, it'll good. Be fine. So he'll just cut the rights right away. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. All um, right. We skipped ahead a little bit, but an hour into the drive. Oh, shit. Sorry. Forgot I about know. the funeral. Spoiler alert. She died. She died. You already heard about the funeral. <laughs> Hour into the drive, her sister calls and tells her that her mom has died. And how? My question is, how does Mary, like, is production saying you better turn that camera on right now and video yourself? Like, if my mom died and I was driving there and I hadn't even gotten there yet, I wouldn't be turning on that camera. Sorry, pedal monkey. You're not getting this footage. Are you criticizing Mary right now? No, because they, she probably has to. But, like, how low is pedal monkey Productions telling her she has to do that? But... Let me say this. We have, Mary has been a ghost in the first two episodes. At least she got a highlight this time. I guess. Even when her mother dies, though. She's not really in the show. She got a five-minute appearance in the show. Like, like, you've got a quick cameo. Can you imagine for a second going through one of the hardest things in your life, and you're like, I went through that, and I got five minutes on TV. I know. Give me a fucking break. I Give got overshadowed a- by McKelty pushing out a baby. Oh, oh, I got overshadowed by McKelty doggy style in her apartment room. Just <laughs> my mother died. And I felt like what they were trying to do here was this beautiful thing of like one life ends, another begins. Okay, but they didn't give Mary's mom much. Caitlin, <laughs> I need to Google something really what? quick. They didn't give her much of a spot. Like this was too quick. I was thinking about it. What? So, how far? Okay, is it? so Bonnie died on March twenty sixth. Okay, and Christine was in Toyota Utah Avalon the... was born around April 
5th Fair. or something. Okay. God, I wish we could remember that. Okay. I think it was April 5th. But. Okay, oh. so if Christine didn't make it, but they're in Utah. They all should have been there. Right. I'm not, I am not the biggest Mary fan. No. But, and you know that Janelle and Christine are queens, but they all should have been at that funeral. Why'd no one go? COVID-19 protocols. I feel like we would have seen them if they went, so I feel like that means they didn't go. I almost teared up when Christine was telling the story about how Bonnie had pushed Christine all the time to try and reconcile with her mom after her mom had left the church, and she's like, I just didn't know what to do with my mom. And as much as I've had to say about her hairline, I thought, that's enough to make me cry. I know. This I felt like she was like a really beautiful woman. I felt a like great she was woman. a really nice lady. That's enough niceness. I want to fuck her. I know. Let's, Let's move on. Rest in peace. Let's Bonnie. give a moment of silence. All right. So back in St. George, we're at McKelty and Tony's apartment. And when I think of having a home birth, I think of doing it in an apartment. Okay. With thin I'm walls. so glad you mentioned that because I didn't tell you anything I was researching. <laughs> And I have already seen people saying, I wonder what the neighbors are thinking. Yeah. I'm here to disprove. Disprove? Disprove. Disprove? Is that the right word? I'm here to tell you we've all been bamboozled. Why? All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I When we get the outside shot, and this is just something I do all the time. I always look at all of my surroundings. Okay. We get the outside shot of Tony and McKelty's apartment. And I'm looking at I'm like, this building just seems weird to me. We go into the bedroom with Tony and McKelty, and I'm looking, and above the bed, there are three small windows. Okay. I rewind. I go back. I look at the outside of the apartment, and I say, Nowhere on this building, apartments, they are copy-paste over and over again, so we would see that somewhere in the building. Yeah. There is no three small windows. Because I'm thinking to myself, how small is this apartment? Why are we living in this apartment? Also because we did, saw the gender reveal at a house. Right. And I swear it was at Tony and McKelty's house. Right. But maybe it was. Maybe that was a friend's house. Okay. We don't know. But I know. Daddy knows. So I'm looking and I say, that's strange to me. These three windows don't show up anywhere. So what do I do? I get online and I look at St. George apartment complexes <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm looking and nowhere am I seeing the building that is being showed to us as Tony and McKelty's apartment. Five pages of apartments.com. Okay. okay. Doesn't exist. Looking, not finding it. Okay. So then I'm like, hmm, something's not sitting right with me. So then I, I, I didn't want to do this, but eventually I was forced to. Okay. I had to go on white pages, looked up McKelty Brown, found an apartment address. Okay. So then I went and I look it up and I say, that's not the apartment that we are at. The, the apartment that they had lived in at one point was disgusting. So the one on TV was an upgrade. Wait, I'm not done yet. Okay. <laughs> There's a second address. Okay. Look it up. Boom. It's a house. It is a two-story house. I'm clicking through the pictures. I get to give the... Giving yourself the tour? Yes. Giving myself, helping myself, giving an open house to myself. <laughs> and I find the primary bedroom... With three with little windows. three windows and a quote above the bed. I can't remember what the quote was. Something about like, you and me will fuck forever and okay. suck each other's privates, whatever. Okay. Above the bed. Okay. Next to the bed is these shelves with... Eight million of Tony's hats on it. Okay. Why? Why are we saying that this was the apartment? One, this building was a building they never lived in. Two, this is a house. 
Probably for their privacy, but instead you've... <laughs> I am so upset because there's so many conversations of what were the neighbors thinking hearing McKelty go, <gasps> Right? All I could think was like, what do you think you would do? I feel like I'd call the police and be like, someone's dying upstairs, I think. Like... It's bullshit. It's a bullshit narrative that Puddle Monkey Productions thought me, Ace Fanning, guys. But I've why? Been... But why? What's the point? They could have just said back at Tony McKelty's house, and they could have just showed an overview of St. George and then inside the house. They didn't even have to show the outside. Because let me why? tell you, I think Puddle Monkey is trying to make it look like maybe the Brown family is not doing as well as they are. Oh, they want us to think that McKelty and Tony aren't getting paid for the show and aren't they're, making money. They're living in an apartment. They're struggling to get by, but their house was... They're like, please support them and watch the show. Their house decorating? Disgusting. But, but the house, the was, house nice. was nice. It yeah. was an, I don't know what the real estate market's like in St. George. I didn't look at the sale price or anything, but like, it's a nice house. Yeah. And I thought, why are we doing them dirty like this? That's so I weird. don't believe. And just show us a different house. Yeah, what's the point? Don't show us an apartment and write McKelty's apartment. I'm upset. And then don't make McKelty look like she's making all of her neighbors stay up all night long. Because I'm imagining moaning. in my head there's some neighbor below them with their goddamn <laughs> broom hitting the ceiling like, push that fucking baby out or wait till the morning. I got to go to sleep. And it's like, that wasn't the case. They did her dirty. So like, dirty. She was in her own house. And to think that I, Ace Fanning, wouldn't notice the three windows, that those windows didn't exist outside of the apartment building. So They thought nothing of me. Oh, wait. So you saw their house when it was for sale because they moved to Lehigh. They moved somewhere. Okay. You, you've so, said they live in Lehigh. Okay. I don't so know the, the But I was just thinking for a second that they left the quote that the people had, but no, that was there. That their was their quote. There. Yes. Okay. That's their stuff okay. in that home. Lots of yellows. Mm. Turquoise. Yep. Figured. Blues, yellows, turquoise, all Figured. that sh- ugly shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm wow, just upset. what a revelation. Right? Right? You're a detective. Yeah, you Christine... think I'm done? No. You think I'm done? There's more. Yes. What is it? So we've always been wondering about confessionals when do these confessionals happen when are these being filmed so this season aired september 11 2022 yeah this episode today is september 25th 2022 okay mckelty announced her pregnancy in june 2022 mckelty went to had a birthday party for her Toyota new Avalon. pregnancy. Her, her, her new twin pregnancy, pregnancy. Her twin okay. pregnancy in June 2022. Okay. She went to Cody and Robin's house in June 2022 for some sort of Birth- late birthday celebration for Toyota Avalon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In the confessional, one of the confessionals, she's clearly pregnant because she's rubbing her belly. We know that production house is right down the street from Cody where they film the confessionals. Are so, we saying that on this? We can say it now. <laughs> We've said it. So she, I think in June when she, she was went there, there for to go the to party, her confessionals. Yes. Yeah, so everyone's like, oh, she loves them so much. She went. They're like, no, Puddle Monkey called and said, we'll pay for you to come here. You can see your dad, but we need a confessional for this episode. Oh. Don't sit here and act like, oh, look, McKelty loves Cody enough to come see him. She was getting paid. That's right. Don't. Come for me. <laughs> now, 
The real crime here, though, is not me cyberstalking. No. The real crime is McKelty's outgrown hair and foundation on her lips in the confessional. The foundation on the lips was, it was hard to look at. It was No one should do foundation on the lips. It's not a good look. I don't know why anyone thinks it. Like, you have lip color for a reason. There's lipstick for a reason. We don't put... It looks like you lost the color in your lips like a crack whore or something. It looks Like, like you're like... Yeah, like your, um, what's it called? Like when your lips go blue, sort of. It kind of looks Di- like that. Death. Death. Pass out. Like it looks like you're going to pass out. You lost all your color. Yeah. Really Not a good look. Also kind of, it just looks like butthole lips. Right. <laughs> she's ready to push out something she's else. Ready to she, her up. She's not just going to push out Toyota Avalon. She's also going to push out her Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so that was all some revelation for me. I just wanted to... Put it out there. Okay. It's just... That is some investigative journalism Thank you. (laughs) You can call me Bubba Waters. (laughs) Now, we go back to St. George, and Tony's afraid that he's going to drop the baby. And I think... I am too. (laughs) I am also worried that Tony's going to drop the baby. Let's let the midwife grab the baby. Let's not have Tony do that. And Tony's like, well, the midwife has said that they have dropped babies, and if they can drop babies, then I'm probably going to drop a baby. And I'm like, what happened to those babies they dropped? They're Tony. <laughs> they're Tony and they're Tony McKelty. <laughs> those two children whose midwives dropped them. And they are living together in a home, not an apartment. And they are giving birth to them their own Toyota Avalon. <laughs> and I just... <sighs> Tony, Tony, Tony. The pubes on his chin is just enough to make a person want to vomit. The hair. Tony, it's like, could Tony we get a conditioner? Let and himself when, go. When Tony said that he was worried he might drop the baby because it might smell like too much of Christine's, Christine, <laughs> McKelty's poop Wendy's. Wendy's poop. <laughs> I thought, Tony, you literally sit on your ass playing Game Boys, drinking Mountain Dew, and you have 30 dingleberries in your ass in the week built up. You're worried about a smell? You're worried about a smell. I'm telling you that, man... There are we can so smell him through the TV. Caitlin, he shouldn't be worried about when he's song. sitting there playing World of Warcraft or whatever. <laughs> he goes in, he reaches into his butt crack, and it, itches it. No, worse. <laughs> On his butt hairs are full dingleberries. He twists them out, sniffs them, and then flicks them across the room. And it's like Tony, you're worried about dropping your baby because she's gonna smell like turd. But you sniff your own dingleberry. He showers once a week. And that's when the dingleberries finally get flushed out. It's he like, has to cut them out. <laughs> By then, there's two stuck. Much like, yes, Chris, McKelty often has to play groomer. And she's like, oh, we've got some dingleberries back here. And she's got to cut them out. And that's their role play. They do groomer and dog. Dog groomer. Yes. And she's like, would you like the relaxing? You've got some dingleberries in your fur. Would you like the relaxing conditioner for your dog's hair? He's like, No. I like it frizzy. It's like <laughs> he's like I like to look like a poodle. Okay, God. I am a poodle. Oh, Tony. unfortunate Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. And I feel like you may be a sweet guy, but oh, I just can't. In what world? In what world? I mean, Tony, I guess he's not doing anything overly great. No, he's Caitlin. Tony <laughs> is at one point forward rolling across the birth bed. 
The bed where his wife is. No, going. we had birth on the floor. But we did she, not get in the bed. They had the puppy pad on the bed. They had planned that at one point. She got. And on then the he floor. messed it up because he rolled all over. And his dingleberries flew over. And they're like, "This is not a." This they're like, is "Now we have to move in between the side of the bed and the desk." And we've got little. Bear. Was that bothering you? How yeah. little room they had over there. Oh, like, yeah. can we move to a bigger space? Babe, it's Why because are we- Tony contaminated the bed with his dingleberries. <laughs> They, were, they kept finding more and more of them in the bed, and they were like, what is this? And Tony's like, oh, those are my butt crunchies. I flick them there when I'm playing video games and playing World of Warcraft. Oh, my gosh. That's... That barrel roll. I just want to watch that scene several times. And then, I'm sorry, Tony's mother, who I do not know, get the fuck out of the bed. What is she doing laying in there? Like, she's relaxing. <laughs> I know. I'm like, get yourself a chair from the kitchen and sit down like a proper person. Get, get out the of their bed. fucking floor like everyone else should be doing. Did you ever... Never once see Christine even lean against that bed. She's no. Like, no, this is my daughter's safe zone. <laughs> and you know what else? I'm telling you this too. When we were in there, and um, McKelty is full on, basically shitting on the toilet reverse style, which I've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> I've always wondered, like, could you sit on a toilet reverse doll? You never you did can't. that as a kid, just for fun. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, I did not. I've always sat normal way. I've tried it. But I'm telling you right now, too, you know what else was in that toilet? Tony took a goddamn diarrhea, (laughs) didn't flush it. He's like, oops, sorry, I forgot to flush my baby. (laughs) She's like, Tony, I've been working on this with you for so long. He's like, I'm sorry, the Wendy's, it got to me. I blew my ass out in there. She's like, ugh. He totally is. And then he flushed it. Tons of poop smears all over the side. (laughs) She's trying to give birth. It's like, no wonder Toyota Avalon didn't want to come out. She's like, every time she started to poke her head out, Tony's standing there. And she's like, fuck, I'm going back in. I'm pushing back into my mummy. I don't want to see that man again. And then when she came out in the toilet, she peeked out. She's like, what the hell? Am I in the sewer? Fuck that. Back up. Back up. I'm just like, oh boy, I am (laughs) Tony. You're really going to be scared. You're going to drop her because she smells like shit. You smell like shit. (laughs) I forgot. That's where we started. Yeah. (laughs) Now Robin is, she is a coach. Yep, she's, she's given. She's on the Zoom. She's like, "All right, McKelty, if you could just breathe through your nipples." And comes like, "My nipples?" She's like, "Your nose, silly." Also, I thought this was so annoying because McKelty really wanted Robin to be there, which I find strange that they even like each other. But Robin couldn't come to the birth. Like, doesn't she realize that all these people, like, no one wants to have COVID while the baby's being born? All these people have probably been being careful. Like, right. this probably would have been a safe place for her to go. I don't want to talk about Robin. Okay. I want to talk about Christine. Okay. Because. Imagine for a second, you have lost your husband to this other woman. Yeah. And she, Christine did everything in her power to make Robin feel welcome, to make her feel included. She's even like, at one point when she basically takes the laptop, shoves (laughs) it into McKelty's vagina and was like, you see her? And she's like, got a clear view. Thanks. And then she whips. She She did a close up cell phone shot and was like, look it. Look, Robs. And she's like, oh, God, reminds me of my stepdad, Paul. He got (laughs) shots like that of me, too. Miss him. You know what? I did. You know, McKelty's not my favorite. But I appreciated that she said, I just don't want my dad here. I think it's sort of weird to have a grown man, my dad, in here. I was like, exactly what Robin should have thought about with Paul. Go back to season (laughs) four, 
Three, and I don't know. The finale of season three. That's right. Because Robin's stepdaddy Paul was right up in there. Right. <laughs> now, so we've got McKelty on the ground. We've got Tony's finger in her ass. Then we've got McKelty. At one point, she was pulling a wrestling move on Christine. She like totally takes her leg, puts it up around Christine's neck, and is like gonna pull her to the ground. She's like, I got you in a headlock, bitch. And I was like, me and you, let's try that later tonight. Try and wrestle me like that. Um, then, then we've got her on the can where Tony's left a giant surprise for them. He's like, sorry, that was your push gift. (laughs) I won. I heard you got a push gift. I pushed you out a gift. That's not what a push present is. And then push present. Thank you. Push gift. Was it right? And then we've got McKelty doggy style with Christine making full on eye contact with her fart box. I'm like, Jesus. Okay, can I just say, like, what a supportive mom, but at the same time, like, do we need to be right down there in there? Like, she's the midwife. Like, we could rub her back. I think we could let the midwife do that job. Christine was basically like eyeball to eyeball with Christine was checking her dilation for her, like, of her butthole. (laughs) Of her butthole. It was a little too close for comfort. Christine at one point was like, oh my God, she's coming. Whoa, she's darker than I thought. Oh, wait, never mind. That is a poop. That's the wrong hole. My apologies. I didn't have anatomy growing up in plague school. Oh, boy. I felt, yeah, I was like, you know what? She's so sweet that she's doing this, but like, this is a lot. This is a little too close. How'd you feel when Robin referred to McKelty as her baby? I wanted to say, get out of here, Robin. No one likes you. She's like, God, I just, as if she was your baby, you would be here. As a mom, I wish I could take her pain. I'm like, bitch, you couldn't even take a Southwest flight here. (laughs) You're not going to take her pain. No. Like like, shows how much you really care. Stop. All you could do was a 20 minute zoom call. Uh, then God, we get about for 10 minutes. 20 minutes of the episode is McKelty just. <laughs> Which like, do you think she wanted this to air on TV? Yes. I think she's like, birth is beautiful. <laughs> okay, great. Birth is beautiful. Do we need to put it on Sister Wives? Could we? Couldn't we quick, like, could we get a fast version? Music over the top. Something. I didn't want to hear this. Could we get her like getting ready and then just get the baby? We don't need the full thing. I didn't need her coochie coochie blurred. No. Like, I didn't want it unblurred either. (laughs) I didn't want it anywhere, but I didn't feel like we No, but we had too much. We had too much. It was getting a little graphic I thought I had turned on Discovery Channel at one point. It was too much. Uh, And then um, uh, the midwife at one point, she's got her full fist up McKelty. (laughs) Pulls it out, still in the fish. She's like, all right, you're at an eight. And Tony's like, you got that whole thing up there? Shit. <laughs> and then, like, there's goo. Like, there's, like, some stuff on the fist. And I was like, <laughs> and then she went, grabbed one of the Wendy's fries and popped it in her mouth. <laughs> like, okay. She, Did listen, they get Wendy's listen. for everybody? Yes. She's gotten 60,000 births underneath her, so she knows what she's doing. She's like, oh, actually, I love when I can get that extra little juicy on my fries because it's a little extra protein. Um... <laughs> And then Christine basically is like up in McKelty and she's like, oh my God, Avalon just winked at me. Oh, Avalon. Oh my God. Avalon. It's me, your grandma. And then Tony looks and that's when Avalon goes back up. She's like, yo-yo's back in. She's like, whoa, who was that? Is that my mom? It's like, no, that's your daddy. (laughs) And then we get into scary territory, which again, I was like, I don't need this. This is like traumatizing that Avalon's heartbeat started dropping. And so they're like, we got to get her out. And when that midwife turned to her and said, McKelty, look at me. Push now. Her cords wrapped around her neck. I was like, this is Three serious. or four times. How scary is that? And Again, then she Christine's did... not the best at math, so I don't know how many times it was wrapped, but I'm thinking 60,000 times. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> 
Didn't it get a little scary there for a minute? Absolutely. I know. And then when she finally does come out, I was like waiting for the cry, and we never even heard the cry. I was no. like, thanks for traumatizing us, right. TLC. Now, Tony, as soon as that baby's out, they throw her to McKelty. Tony quickly turns and he grabs himself a vanilla frosty. <laughs> and he's just like, whoa. I deserve this. <laughs> he had that thing in his hand quicker than she had the baby. <laughs> he, they were like, Tony, we need you to cut the umbilical cord. He's like, let me get my frosty in. <laughs> and I want to say he was feeding it to her, but we didn't see that. I feel like he's just eating it for himself. There's no way. <laughs> Maybe he was going to pass out. They're like, no. you need some sugar. <laughs> I feel like Tony's mom was like, baby, I got you your frosty. He's like, put it in the freezer until I'm ready for it, mom. <laughs> and then as soon as that baby, she flew down those stairs. She goes, she gets Tony's frosty. And he's like... <laughs> Wendy should have sponsored this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shout out Wendy's. Sponsoring Toyota Avalon's birth. Woo, man. It was quite the birth story. Yes. Truly even comes in. She's got to get really close because she can't see. She's like, whoa, she's really cute. And I'm going to say this. As much as I don't like Toyota her name. <laughs> Avalon. Uh, Toyota Avalon Asa Padron. I will say it. She is cute. Caitlin, one of the cutest babies I think I've ever seen. She's really, really cute. How? How <laughs> genetics work is a silly little thing. Because I see McKelty and I see Tony. And, and I you don't just, think they're going to make a cute baby, but somehow they Caitlin, do. Caitlin, I'm thinking to myself, a troll in Central Park. That's what's coming out. That is a great movie from the 90s. If you've never seen it, go look up a troll in Central Park. That is their child. But what came out? That Toyota Avalon. She is a beaut. She is a beautiful child and still holding strong, I think. Yeah, super cute. Very, very cute. Very odd. Very surprising. But oh, like, I did have a joke that say. I was going to say, but I forgot. Oh, uh, what? Can we go back? Sure. Just boop, boop, boop. Put boop. it back in. <laughs> yes, because right when she was coming out mm-hmm. and they said that her heartbeat was dropping, I was yeah. like, uh-oh, the transmission's going out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. Never mind. Maybe forget. we shouldn't put it in. <laughs> okay, forget it. Um... We end the episode in loving memory of Bonnie Barber. Ugh. Rest in peace, Bonnie. Tough, tough episode. Great Poor episode. Mary's mom. I think and, we did great. Um, can I just say, though, I thought Mary's mom was much older than 70-something. Didn't you? That was a shock to me. She's done the, like, gray hair for a long More time. More than it was shocking to have to look straight at McKelty's butthole. I was like, 73? Yeah. I think she's been in bad health for a while. I... Oh. Anyways, so I don't want to go down that hole before we no. get canceled. Next week is it. Next week is a great episode because we are getting the sister wives sit down. We're and getting... I feel like this is fake, though, because Janelle's acting like she doesn't know. And Janelle fully Because Christine knows. said to her, she said, Janelle, Be a good Cody sport. can't know okay. that you know. You're right. Okay. You can't let him know that you've been reading Gossip Girl's blog. Okay. <laughs> Truly Grace Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, okay, you're right. She's just being like a good, good right. friend. And what we get next week is Christine bringing up the custody situation. She's going to have to be taking Truly Gossip Girl Brown away from Cody. And Cody's like, no, it's 50-50. I'm like, 50-50? You can't even babysit your own kids. You hire a babysitter for 20 bucks. 20 bucks an hour. And then Christine says it. He could have had 50-50 time the whole fucking time we lived here. (gasps) 
Now, I love it. People have gotten on me about this podcast using negative, bad words. But tell me on a show where Christine's going to say fucking, I'm not allowed to say fucking, fuck you. <laughs> You're wrong. This is for adults only. I do want to right. say, like, yeah, this is not a kid's podcast. If you're listening with kids, it's not what it's for. This season is just, even with finding out that Jezebel's going to pit, I actually appreciate finding out she's going to armpit. Finding out that McKelty, having to watch McKelty give slip and slide birth on yep. her floor. On the floor, in between the desk and the bed with no room. I'm here f- watching Tony eat that frosty. <laughs> This is a who gets a vanilla frosty, by the way. Also serial killer. Also serial killer. You're gonna go to fro- You're gonna go to Wendy's and, get- and not get a chocolate frosty, right? Or Fuck strawberry it. at this point. Well, I don't. This is listen. Okay. April 2021. The you're strawberry right. frosty was yet. not out. Came yet. out in like July. Okay. July 22. Okay. Like a whole year right. later, you're he right. didn't even know strawberry would be okay. a thing. Okay. Who does get, get a chocolate, chocolate frosty? That's you right. sick psycho. <laughs> More than I'm upset that you've named your daughter Toyota Avalon, the vanilla frosty. I know. Have we got name updates on the twins yet? Don't give a fuck. Well, I didn't if, know if they were going to go with the Toyota we, theme. Oh, maybe Prius and Yaris. Highlander. <laughs> Prius and Forerunner. Avalon, <laughs> please come here. Prius, Forerunner, if you could. <laughs> oh, boy. What a um, Yeah, I'm here for the season, too. I know a lot of people are saying they aren't, like, like they can't watch it because they're so frustrated, but I'm like, but that makes good TV. Right. I don't want them. We've been, we have given our blood, sweat, and tears to watch this family do absolutely nothing. And fall apart before our very eyes. But now they are giving us everything. And it's like, oh, fuck, thank you. What do you think Cody's thinking watching this back? Is he cluing in to how he looks or no? Completely. If, if he's even cluing in, he's thinking bad at it. I need to go <laughs> talk to Tim Gibbons and let him know what's up. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Guys... Okay, I do have some unfortunate news. What? More unfortunate that we than we, that we faked an apartment scene that didn't need to be an apartment? Worse, Caitlin. Okay. Next week, we have a very, very big work commitment that we will be out of town for. So, there is a likelihood. I'm trying my hardest. We're going to try our best. We are going to be out of town. We're going to be with a lot of other people. I'm hoping that on Sunday morning, we are now paying the $2 more for commercial free. So we're saving ourselves like probably six minutes an episode. (laughs) (laughs) More than that. Those commercials go on forever. True. Um, But I'm hoping that we can wake up really early, watch the episode, and then try to record that night. If you don't see our episode drop Monday morning. No, it's coming probably Monday night. Or Tuesday, or Tuesday morning. morning. Okay, I it don't... will be there. We're just going to try our hardest, but we it's out of our hands. So what I suggest is subscribing to the podcast. Oh, yeah. That way if you you're get not updated. already subscribed, subscribe. Because then well, you see it when it comes out. It's a whole hoop-de-doo to subscribe. It is? you got to click the button. Only you one gotta... button. I know, but, but people, then are... you see it when but it comes people out. hate us, so they're not going to want to subscribe. They don't want people to know they're subscribed to this bullshit. Oh. So but if they're listening, then they... They should subscribe, but if you don't, just for this week, subscribe so you get the update when the episode comes. I do apologize, and like I said, I'm going to do everything in my power to make this work. But you have to understand that basically Sunday, I'm going to be on the entire, the whole day is basically revolving around me and I have to talk the entire day. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to do my We're best. Do I also best. usually lose my voice during this thing. So let's hope that doesn't happen. 
Um, but yeah, that's that. So just, <laughs> so just know. know we we will be there next week. We're sometime. not going to skip just an episode. Day late. Right. Right. Speaking of, um, if you guys would like to join the Unraveled Academy, it is a uh, online photography school that I help run and manage. You guys can join. It's a great community. I'm just doing a playful little ad. <laughs> just putting your own ad this. in. You can join Honestly, today. Honestly, it's awesome. If you're into photography, do it. I was going to say the coupon code. Okay. You can join today for just $5 for your first month. Cancel anytime. The coupon code SISTERS. Ooh, sisters. sisters. There's lots of videos, courses on photography, and a great community. <sighs> All right, guys. Trash bags. If you want to join the trash bag community, find the, us on Facebook. Under Join shit us talk. on Patreon. Um, and just know, when you join Patreon, it's... If you're, if you're at any point trash. thinking, if you're at any point thinking these people are disgusting, they are too much. Then don't head over there. Don't. If you're thinking these people are funny and I need more trash, head if over there. If you're thinking we're just scratching the surface of the nastiness, come on over, baby, because we go deep. Uh, deep. We've done things over deeper, there we're not proud of. <laughs> we go deeper than McKelty's midwife stuck that fist up her. That's right. Oh, it's, it's the worst place to be and the best place to be. <laughs> well, go get yourself a vanilla Frosty from Wendy's, and we'll see you guys next week. You sick <laughs> psychopaths. What was I so upset in the beginning about? Hmm. I don't even remember now. Forgot. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. There was something I was... It wasn't the mermaid wedding dress. Um, uh, The school? Going back to school? Cody? No. No? Mm, I already forgot. Ariella? Being in school? No. Don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Not sure. That's how this show works. In one ear, out the fucking other. <laughs> All right. Tra- oh, I don't want to call you guys trash bags. You're not trash bags. You're just... You're only trash bags if you join the Facebook group. And no, Patreon. And Patreon. Patreon is trash bags. You guys are just fucking losers, dude. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Only leave us five-star reviews. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. No. The ending of the show. In the famous <laughs> words... Uh, <laughs> fucking mess in the famous <laughs> words of the soon to be crossfit world champion cody brown love should be multiplied not divided